Welcome to SkyCast, SkyGen's Specialty Benefits Insights Podcast, where we bring you the latest trends in the vision and dental benefits management and technology landscape. I'm Dr. Larry Paul, Chief Dental Officer at SkyGen, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will be discussing a, a very timely and important trend that we see in the uh, general health industry, namely the inclusion of dentistry into the, uh, the larger discussion of general health. Uh, we have a speaker today, Dr. Hazel Glasper, who I'll talk more about later, uh, who's given us compelling reasons why we need to pay more attention to the inclusion of dentistry into the general medicine space. Uh, we feel that uh, this is an area that's been generally not focused on for a number of different reasons. And there's a, a real keen need right now to focus particularly the medical community on the understanding of the importance of dental health in overall physical health. The CDC suggests to us through a number of data that over 50% of Americans beyond the age of 30 have some degree of gum disease, also known as periodontal disease. There's been a great deal of uh, clinical understanding and data and studies that indicate that periodontal disease is a link to various types of cancer and untreated periodontal and gum disease can have potential impacts on such common conditions as heart disease, stroke, diabetes, uh, and other significant health issues. To further the conversation, I'd like to introduce Dr. Hazel Glasper, who's going to be talking about the systemic and oral health disease connection and really looking at dentistry as a branch of medicine. Uh, Dr. Glasper brings to us a great deal of experience as a clinician who's done a great deal of work in this space and in addition has a number of personal stories about how oral health and untreated oral health conditions have greatly impacted members of her family. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Dr. Glasper. I talk to dentists all over the country. I talk to them about the business of dentistry. And I engage them in conversation because I think it's so important that they understand the effects that oral disease is having on the overall health and well-being of our mutual patients. And I'm hoping with these conversations that they could at least go back and talk to their patients about the possible connections. But the conversation really is for us to work together to improve patient outcomes. And I know you know this, but I want you to hear it from me. Historically, dentists and other doctors do not work together. They don't collaborate with us. They don't see us as their colleagues. And there are many reasons for that. We'll talk about that. But I want you to know it comes with a cost. And for me, it was the cost of the health and the life of some of my family members. In this next segment of her keynote, Dr. Glasper is going to tell some personal stories and accounts of how oral disease has had impact on her family. I think you'll find these, uh, these uh, accounts to be very touching and will really lead a lot of credence to the whole notion that oral health should be considered as a part uh, of general medicine. My brother Eric, who lived in Phoenix, Arizona. Eric went to the hospital here in Phoenix with a blood sugar level of 700. Now, I could see my, my brother's handsome smile change over the years. I could tell when he was smiling that his teeth appeared to, to be separating and his gum tissue was red and puffy. So I decided when he was released from the hospital that I was going to go to Arizona 
and I was going to see my brother, and I was going to look in his mouth, and I did. And when I looked in his mouth, my brother had advanced gum disease, and I realized that he was going to lose, if not all of his teeth, most. So I said to him, I said, Eric, you will never be able to stabilize your blood sugar levels with your mouth in this condition. Come to Maryland and see me. Let me treat you, or let me find you a comprehensive dentist in Arizona. But I could tell when I was talking to my brother, he, he didn't believe that anything, any issues in his mouth could have anything to do with his diabetes. Eric shared with me that he would go see his internist and his endocrinologist every three to four weeks. And he also told me not one time did one of them say, go see a dentist? I know that they could see what I could see, and they saw it more than I did. I live in Maryland. But what they did do is they continued to increase his insulin levels. And he was having a hard time. He was struggling, trying to control those levels. But he was doing well until he was driving home one day, and according to the eyewitness, he saw him swerve. And he said he looked over. And he actually saw my brother's head hit the driver's window as he veered off into ongoing traffic and was instantly killed. What's the connection to oral health? Why am I sharing this story with you? I think it's a connection. I think my brother didn't get it. I told him that there was this connection. He didn't, he didn't understand it. He didn't get it. The other doctors didn't get it. They didn't understand that they didn't have to keep increasing his insulin levels. They could have told him to go get that infection taken care of, and then let's see. And I blame myself. I blame myself because the information is there. I didn't explain it to, to him. I wasn't clear. I didn't say, Eric, you have this infection in your mouth. And the infection causes inflammation in the body. That when you ingest food, the breakdown is glucose. With the infl inflammation, the cells cannot take up the glucose, so it's hanging around in your bloodstream, and it's causing damage to your tissue. So you can't control the gum disease with the blood sugar being there at that level and your organs. I didn't, I didn't say any of that. I didn't talk to him like a doctor. I joined the American Heart Association as a spokeswoman a volunteer in 2011. And at that time, they, they didn't understand the connection. They hadn't heard anything about there even being a connection. And I was at a Go Red luncheon, sitting on a panel with a cardiologist who told me, I have never, ever sat on a panel with a dentist before. I thank you for being here, Dr. Glasper. I want to share with you a story. A couple of years ago, a pregnant woman 
came to see me. And I saw her, I'm sorry, in the hospital. And she had an abscessed tooth that was never treated. And because of it, she had a stroke. And I battled to save that woman and her child. I started realizing everybody has a story. It's critical that physicians have more of an understanding and, and more training, quite frankly, uh, in oral disease and the impacts that oral disease have on general health. It's also critical that we as professionals, both dentists and physicians, uh, create the framework for more interclinical collaboration and communications, and also to be able to serve as advocates and educators uh, for our patients that we share. It also is, is critically important that the members, the patients, understand the criticality of treating their dental disease, not only st strictly from a dental standpoint, but also from the perspective of their overall health. Tim, a 55-year-old, came to my practice when I first opened it. Tim, his wife, and two kids. Tim was kind of type A, right? So the day he comes in for the comprehensive examination and the x-rays, Tim brings a folder with him. And in that folder were reports. See, he had just had a battery of tests run. And according to him, Tim, 55 years old, he was in perfect health. So he wanted me to have this folder. When I did my comprehensive examination, Tim wasn't in perfect health. Tim's tissue was edematous and erythematous. It was puffy, red, swollen. He had over 50% bone loss. I said, Tim, we have a problem here. And he stopped me right away. Listen, my gums have always bled. How many dentists hear that? I only want a basic cleaning. And I said, well, Tim, I, I can't give you a basic cleaning. You don't have a basic situation here. And Tim, I heard that these conditions, gum disease, moderate to severe gum disease, has been linked to heart attacks, strokes, diabetes. He did not want to hear it. And I have to be honest. I, I didn't want to lose a family of four. I just started my practice. So I said, okay, you can stay in the practice. I'll have the hygienist clean your teeth every three months. And he did. He came every three months like clockwork. And we would see him and we would talk to him and he wouldn't do anything. Six months, we would see him. We would talk to him. He wouldn't do anything. Nine months, I had a periodontist on my team. And so I said, Tim, at least see the periodontist. Let her evaluate you. And she evaluated him and diagnosed him with advanced gum disease, told him he needed osseous surgery, and he refused. Finally, after a year, I said, I can't do it. It's supervised neglect. I am supervising Tim's neglect. So HIPAA wasn't in place at the time, the way it is now. And we all know if you want to get something done, you go to the what? To the wife. <laughs> she makes all the healthcare decisions. So she was coming in and I spoke to her and she talked to Tim and she had him schedule the surgery. And the surgery was scheduled for Wednesday. 
she called me that Monday morning to cancel the appointment because Tim died of a massive heart attack on his kitchen floor Sunday night. I closed my practice and I went and I sat with the family and I went to the funeral later that week. It was devastating. And it took his wife four months before she was comfortable enough to ask, do you, do you think that the gum disease had anything to do with his death? And I said, yes. I think it was a contributing factor. I felt guilty again. What did I say to Tim? I just told him that <laughs> gum disease is connected to heart attacks, strokes, and diabetes. I didn't talk to him like a doctor. I didn't say, Tim, you have this inflammation in your mouth. The infection is raging. It's, it does not stay in the mouth. That the gingival tissue is very vascular. That the bugs get into the gingival vasculature and then into the systemic circulation. And those are small vessels. This aggressive immune response will eventually cause coagulation or arterial narrowing. I didn't say anything like that. How often are we talking to our patients like that? Do we talk to our patients like we're doctors? The oral systemic connection, it's out there. There was a study that was released February 2020 by the Journal of Clinical Periodontology that stated a patient with active gum disease, and we're talking bleeding gums and bone loss, and that patient develops COVID, they are nine times more likely to die than a patient without gum disease. But I also want you to know that up to 50% of heart attacks and strokes are triggered by oral pathogens, 50%. It's a picture of me <laughs> and my brother Eric and my brother Andre. Andre's the small one, but he's older than I am. He was a preemie. Andre died March 4th, 2022, of oral pharyngeal cancer that metastasized to the esophagus. Dre, Dre lived in Georgia, and I can only imagine the amount of pathogens that Dre had in his mouth. I couldn't believe I lecture on this and I couldn't even save my own brother. It was one of the most horrific deaths that you can imagine, where you can't even swallow your own saliva. Thank you, Dr. Glasper, for that very heartfelt and moving presentation that again leads credence to this whole notion that dentistry and oral health need to be considered a part of medicine and to be considered part of overall health to uh, facilitate optimum outcomes. So what are our takeaways from today's presentation? Certainly, we need to consider that dental health is a complex issue in and of itself, 
and it crosses all socioeconomic lines. Dental disease is not certainly not consigned uh, to people living in poverty or the underserved. Uh, there's a great deal of work that needs to be done to create the systemic linkages and the interclinical and interprofessional collaborations to really facilitate the inclusion of dental health uh, in the oral in the uh, general healthcare conversation. Certainly, and and probably as critical as anything else, uh, we need to inform our physician colleagues who don't necessarily get a lot of training through their training period about oral health and the importance of oral health. We need to serve as advocates and educators for our patients, both physicians and dentists, for the patients that we share to inform them. And certainly, we need to facilitate our patients having the ability and the accessibility for oral health care uh, to make that as, as simple as possible for them. So what is SkyGen specifically doing to achieve some of these outcomes and facilitate some of the takeaways that we've spoken about today? We've established the something we call the Client Clinical Council, which is a semi-yearly forum wherein our clinical leaders from our clients, both physicians and dentists, can gather to discuss clinical issues that are of commonality and of, of interest to both physicians and dentists. We've established the SkyGen International Foundation, which provides both dental and vision care to underserved communities in Africa uh, that without this intervention would not receive such care. We leverage our technology always to be able to create those potential linkages and utilizing technologies such as artificial intelligence and other automation to be able to create a, as efficient a system as possible and giving the ability to our patients to be able to receive oral health care, again, in as efficient way as possible. We also have a number of products that are technology related that really do have the potential to transform the industry. Uh, products such as our dental hub, our provider select suite, our member mobile app, again, which facilitates the communications that we've spoken about that are so critical to having all this collaboration take place. Again, oral health and general health, we've known for many, many years, uh, are linked. We, we understand that. Uh, I think with the amount of data and certainly with stories and uh, advocacy like what we've heard from Dr. Glasper, uh, we're at a time that's the, the criticality of this is, is paramount. We need to create the changes that will facilitate the inclusion of oral health. And certainly we can all uh, assume that with this, overall health outcomes will be better for the patients we serve. I'm here not as a person giving a keynote, but to partner with you and every other dentist in this room in our stand to promote oral health and dentistry as being important to the overall health and well-being of our patients. Thank you for joining me today. This podcast was brought to you by SkyGen, transforming dental, vision, technology, and more. SkyGen is a leader in dental and vision specialty benefits management and administration. For more information about SkyGen, please visit SkyGenUSA.com. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts from SkyCast, SkyGen's specialty benefits insights.